This is the WDW Chronicle Podcast, Episode 7. What to do here is to really develop something that, uh, well, just more than an entertainment enterprise. It's, uh, it's something that uh, contributes to many other ways. Welcome to this week's episode of the WDW Chronicle Podcast. I'm Michael. And I'm Tiffany. And uh, sorry for that little break we took, but we've been working almost every day for the past two weeks. We're tired. Having our real jobs along with helping the family out at a fireworks store up here in the north. So with that, we'll get right into news. What's going on, Michael? The first one is a <laughs> sad piece of news. Oh. Disney World cast member dies in accident at the Pop or near the Pop Century Resort. Uh he was found unconscious and unresponsive at about nine o'clock on July tenth. First reports were an industrial accident. Uh later reports came out that he was working on a utility cart. Somehow it jumped a curve, ran into a chain link fence, and then fell on him. Ouch. He was only 33 years old. That's not the only cast member that passed away this week. There was a female cast member. It said she passed from a cardiovascular episode. In the parks? Not in the parks. Well, this was on property. Right, but this was a cast member. Yeah. So it's two cast members this week we've lost. And then I guess uh, hours after or the next day, a gentleman or a cast member working at Animal Kingdom Lodge fell off the building. What? Didn't kill himself, but he has some pretty serious injuries. All right. uh, Moving on to the next headline. uh, The Charlotte NC NBC gives us money-saving secrets inside Disney World. Oh, man. Their number one tip. Heading to Walt Disney World, where now till the end of August, you can book four nights on Mouse property and all of your tickets each day for a combined price of $2,155. So did you do the math? Is that? I didn't do the math. Didn't really matter. No? You'll see with their third tip. Mm. Tip number two, Disney has something called the free dining plan. If you book a hotel at full price, you and your family can eat for free at any restaurant. This includes the character meals that can cost up to $75 a person. Uh Uh-huh. Again, this isn't completely accurate because the free dining option is not year-round. It only comes out certain times of the year, usually in the fall. I missed it. Did it say that it was year-round? It says... uh, Or just makes the assumption that it's year-round. All it says is if if you book a Disney hotel at full price, you and your family can eat for free. Oh, so it's making it sound like it's all the time. And their third money-saving Disney World tip, Mm -hmm. Universal Studios. What? Be sure to ride the Hulk. It's a heart stopper. And right now you can buy three days and get two days free. This apparently is from... Somebody that doesn't know the difference between Disney and Universal. From theme park experts giving this advice. (laughs) Because they know their stuff. So they're like, you can do these two things at Disney, or you can go to Universal Studios. To save money at Disney. Right. Which I guess you would, because you're not spending your money at Disney. The next article, uh, Christmas is starting earlier and earlier this year, starting November 8th. You're kidding. 
Hollywood Studios will have sunset greetings and jingle bell, jingle jam, jingle bam, excuse me. Osborne lights? No. No Osborne lights. Rats. Along with uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. At Hollywood Studios? I'm just kidding. It was a joke. And Epcot's uh, Festival of Holidays will start November 18th with Candlelight Processional starting November 22nd. Is Neil Caffrey narrating again this year? I didn't see his name on the list. Rats, we missed our chance. Yeah, we did. Whoopi Goldberg was still on there. Uh, NPH? Yeah, what's his face? Gary Sneeze. And then there was a lot of TBA, so you never know. He might show back up. That's true. Is Jody Benson Yeah, narrating? she's still on the list. So Those every- are the people that you know enjoy right. narrating. And Whoopi Goldberg was one of my favorites. Well, yeah, because we were there when... All she that, did the reading. Out of all the ones I saw, she was one of my favorites. That's true. You did see most of them. So, yeah, you can get your Christmas fix uh, starting early this year. Well, our trees go up the same day that Disney's do. And if you do it just right, you could probably get a Halloween party in and then a Christmas party if you stay long enough. Life goals. There you go. Boo to you one day and once upon a Christmas time, the next. That's just crazy. Okay, on to the next headline. You'll like this one. Boozy beignets now at Disney World. Oh my gosh. What's boozy about them? Well, this is at Port Orleans French Quarter in the the Scat Cats Club. For $8, get three beignets with your choice of Bailey's, Kahlua, or Rum Chala. Oh my gosh, tell me more. They are called the Baton Rouge beignets. Uh, They look like a beignet. And they actually come with your choice of syringe. No way. So you fill them yourself. But you can only stick with one liquor. liquor. So you couldn't do all three at once. You have to... So is it just straight liquor or is it like a... Straight liquor. Oh, man. Syringe, We're going to have to try and make syringe those. Syringe you put in yourself. That's only $8 for three and they're pretty big. Yes, but what if I want them right now? Well, we need a deep fryer. We have a deep fryer and powdered sugar. We can make them gluten-free. We need rum chata and Kahlua. We do not have Kahlua, but we have rum chata. And you know we always have Baileys in the house. Yeah, we do always Ooh, have Baileys. It would be good with that Baileys ganache from Food and Wine Festival. Yeah, that would be. Ooh. Some man-catching beignets. And probably some of the biggest news coming out this week. Expedition Everest, the Yeti. Is, is he working? Actually getting fixed. <gasps> No. This is something Joe Rody promised at D23, and then he just recently tweeted that it's uh, still in the works. There is now no time frame on the project, but they have a lot of people working on it. Uh, and they, they're using the opening of Avatar to that pulled away from Expedition Everest, Expedition Everest to, to finally close this and get it fixed. Looks like it'll be a obviously a multi-month project because that... Mm. Animatronic is not... Well, he's not easily accessible. Oh, and he's huge. And he's he's not easily accessible. And he's tied into the foundation of the... Exactly. So that's going to take a lot of work to get that fixed. It'll probably be down half a year at least. Seriously? Six months? They've got to work on the foundation. they got to... So are they just going to... His arm swing and everything. Hmm. So that, I mean... That's why they never closed it, because you're closing the ride in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. But now that Avatar is there, there, they... Makes sense. So is it already closed? 
No, it's not closed yet. Well, they should have closed it when Avatar opened. Well, they're probably waiting to see how Avatar did or if it actually pulled guests away from Expedition Everest. But they are definitely working on it. I want a cheeseburger egg roll now. Spring roll? Yep. Spring rolls just came back, I think. I seriously want to get one of those Etsy buttons that says, I just came for the food. Because let's be honest. That's one of the big reasons we go. It's one of the big reasons we go. That is it with this week's news. Now we'll head into our, I guess, little talk. What about last week's news? Toy Story Land opened. Well, everybody knows that by now, so we're not going to talk about it. Well, in case you didn't know, Toy Story opened, and there was a six-hour wait at Slinky Dog. I don't know if it was that long, but it was definitely a long wait. Much longer than our 30-minute rule. The consequences of that is Magic Kingdom crowds are pretty low right now. Is that a consequence? It's a consequence. It's a good consequence, but it's a consequence. That means Peter Pan's flight was probably only a 75-minute wait. You're probably right. You probably get there in under an hour. Okay, that is it for this week's news and a sprinkling of last week's news. Okay, we'll move on to our topic for the week, which is a, a question I always struggle with when somebody asks me when I tell them I like Disney or they see that I have... My computer background is Disney, my coffee mug is Disney, uh, my poster's hanging up, anything like that. And that's that is, a problem. Why do you like Disney so much? So why do you like Disney Well, that's so a much? good question, and every time somebody asks that question while I'm just out there, or talking to somebody, I, I give them a blank stare, and like, uh, I don't know. Doesn't strike up a conversation for you? I want you to, well, I think my assumption is that most people don't really care about Disney, don't really care to hear what you have to say about it. So maybe they do, and that's why they're asking. Well, that could be, or is it just to start conversation? Maybe they're just as big of fans, but... Are trying to hide it? They're closeted. I think my pictures and all that would be an indication that they could talk to me about it. So did you decorate your cubicle in? Not yet. Anyway, so do you have a good reason why you're such a big Disney fan? Well... I mean, in our first episode, we talked about how I was uh, born and raised at Disney World. We were there several times, and I always wanted to work there, so there has to be something that attracted me to it. But you can't pinpoint it? Well, when I said to you this afternoon, I was like, it's that magical atmosphere, being able to be immersed in a fantasy world. Or is it that I just like performing and... Working at Disney allowed me to be on stage all the time. I don't know. It did, yes, but you liked it before that. Right. It hits me on my soft spots. But why? Because I'm an emotional person. I'm emotionally in tune with my... Sure, but... Inner self. See, like me, you're having a hard time explaining it. Because I don't think it's something that you can explain. I think it's something that you feel. It's like that feeling that you get at Christmas time. Why do you like Christmas time? I like Christmas time because of the atmosphere, the magic that's in the air. Not everybody's happier. I guess that kind of points to Disney. Everybody, Everyone's happier there. Everyone's nicer. And this is one of those things I always think of after, after I get asked that question, after they're long gone. It's that uh, Disney's kind of like how the world should be. Everything's well kept. Everybody's nice to each other. You can walk up to a stranger, start a conversation. 
and they don't give you that funny look. And you can walk up to somebody and say, hey, can I take your picture? Or will you take my picture? And you you don't feel like you're interrupting anybody because... Well, and you're not worried that anyone's going to run off with your cell phone. Right. I mean, even though it does happen, it's just, I mean, I don't know, something turns you nicer there. And I don't know if it's, you know, the cast members that put a lot into it. And of course, Disney puts a lot of effort into convincing their cast members to be pleasant and nice and that you want to make. I guess the world a magical place, at least for the time that. So that's what it's the Disney magic. That's why we're drawn to it. We try and create that magic in our everyday lives. At least I do. I have to. If you lose that hope and magic in your life, then you go around being all. You go around being all sulky and. But why do you sense that magic in Disney World? Because of the atmosphere that you're immersed in. And so you try and we put things in our home that represent Disney for us, but it's only so that we can create that magic in our own place or in our own home. We want people to feel like they are walking into something where they feel welcome and at home. And that's how we feel when we walk into those parks. We don't feel like we're 1,800 miles away from Indiana. We feel like we're home. It's like a big warm hug when we walk in. But why? I guess is the. Does it matter? Well, sure, it matters because you got to explain it. And how do you explain? It? How do you convince somebody to go there if you can't explain why you like it so much? So, do we like it because of the experiences that we've had while we've been there? I gotta imagine that's a lot to do with it. Well, and that's I mean that's what Disney does is they give you that experience without I guess you in a lot of ways realizing you're having that experience they put so much thought into the detail that well, surrounds you, you you instant at least I personally instantly feel happier when I'm in Disney even if it's just walking along the Disney Springs walkways yes but why does it matter that's the big question that's what you're being asked, though, is why. It's like asking someone why they believe in God. Well, I'd hope you'd have a defense for that. I'm not very good at Catholic apologetics. Oh, well, that's fine. And my response would be, why do I have to have a reason? Why can't I just believe in something? Well, if you're trying to convince somebody to see your way or to go to the parks, how do you convince an adult? Debating is not. Well, how did I convince you to come down? Well, that... Ah, is is the ex- different. You're yeah, not, it's no, the exact same thing. No, it's thing. not because you're not, in this instance, convincing I didn't have to convince love. you. All I had to do was take you into the park. And like you said, as soon as you saw the castle, yeah, but, you, were, you were sold. But you had to convince me to go down. Yes, but you loved me, so you wanted to come well, see exactly. How are you going to convince a bystander, just an acquaintance, on the reasons to go there? No one you may not ever be able to. Like the the big thing is I think that it, it plays to your childhood and everybody still wants to have that childhood experience or that childhood like wonder. So in two ways they get to see it, you know, with, with their kid or with kids around them. And they also get to experience it themselves because you know, the cast members in Disney kind of allows you to be that kid again and to and to, I guess, kind of let go of your insecurities if you did that out in public. And I think that's one of the big things for us when you're outside the parks. You don't go around shouting that you love Disney like people shout that they love sports. Mm, but don't we? No. I mean, I mean, yes, I realize we don't walk around 
our hometown with our Mickey ears on. Right. Because that would be weird. And would people weird. would think that's weird. But it... I wore my birthday button, though, on my birthday last year. You did, yeah. So, and I was not ashamed of it. I wore my birthday button proud. You got that from the Disney store, didn't you? Yeah. Because that's the only kind of birthday button I had never had. <laughs> it's a Disney store birthday button. The Disney store birthday button. Maybe I should get some of those for my 30th birthday. Oh, well, there you go. We could probably have some shipped up from Disney World proper. Or we could get the ones off of Etsy that say I'm just here for the food. Oh, there you go. All right, here we are again, getting off uh, off course. That's all right. People do it all the time. Don't edit this out. Don't edit it out. I think it, it, you kind of have to go down there with an open mind if you are on Let's... the fence about it. Or if you are, you know, you're you're that husband that's being dragged to Disney World so you can take your kids. I mean, we've heard instances of husbands being like that and they get there and it's the greatest thing ever. That's the thing is that if I was to encounter somebody in my everyday life and they were like, why do you love Disney so much? I would say, don't, don't judge someone until you've experienced it for yourself. I get crap all the time at work. Why are you so perky? Why are you so happy? Well, if, if I was negative and down all the time, my life would suck especially with the field that I'm in. So if I have a little bit of hope and try and create a little bit of magic for somebody every day, then I feel like I'm making the world a better place. And that's exactly what Disney has taught me to do. So if someone was to say, well, why should I go to the parks? I'd be like, it's something that you just have to experience for yourself. It is, and that's true, but you also have to convince them that they're going to spend $100 a day for something they might not want to go to, so... But if they're already going down there, then they have to have some sort of curiosity. That's true. But like I said, this is just for the, the casual acquaintance, acquaintance, the coworker, whoever that asks you that question. And you got to turn around and give them an intelligent or an intelligible answer without mumbling over your words. And they're saying, well, maybe he doesn't really like it or maybe it's not that great. But it is. It's definitely something you... Or are you putting too much thought into what other people think? No, I'm not. I just It's a question I get asked. And then I, I say I have such this, uh, a love or like for Disney, and I can't explain why I do. Well, you also have a lot of history now with Disney. That's true. You were in a parade. You worked down there. We got engaged in Disney. We had a Disney-themed wedding. We went on our honeymoon to Disney. We lived there. And there's... A reason we keep going back. So what is that? I get the reason. It's the magic. But what is the magic? Does it matter? Oh, of course it matters. No, it doesn't. I don't know why you have to have an answer for it all. Well, I just want to be able to explain to people why we like it so much and why there's Sometimes it's just something you have to experience. You can't explain it. Other people around us that also like it as much as we do, or if not more. And I guess to me, it just gives you gives you that ability, even though you're a grown adult, to be a kid again, to experience, you know, movies that were from your childhood or cartoons that you saw as a kid. And here you are 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years later, getting to see these characters or walk these, through Andy's bedroom, these locations and real life and have you know basically these characters live up to your expectations when you meet them or these locations be exactly how you thought they would be or you know in a lot of cases even better than you thought they would be Mm -hmm. so yeah to me it it lets you be a kid again it 
I guess gives you that sense of community, gives you that Mayberry feel that everybody around you is perfect. Not perfect, but nice and willing to talk to you, willing to help and welcoming. Yeah, because I mean, how many times did we have just complete strangers start talking to us? And you don't get that, you know, very many other places unless that person happens to see you do have something Disney on and they make a comment about it. Plus, it's also cool when you get to celebrate there. I mean, you walk around with your birthday button or your anniversary button and people, even random guests are just saying, happy birthday or happy anniversary. And then you get free treats or someone just wants to do something nice for you and celebrate an achievement. It's a place where people uplift you and help you almost just disappear from real life for a little bit. Well, for a lot of it, yeah. Once you walk in there, you can let go of everything. And if you're willing to ignore your phone for a while, you actually... How often are we on our phones when we're in Disney? Not much, unless we're taking pictures. Hardly ever. So it gives you that uh, unique experience of just enjoying your surroundings and actually enjoying people in front of you and beside you rather than staring at your phone and walking down the street. So does that answer your question? Do you now feel like you have an answer as to why you like Disney? I think it helps, but I think I need a a more definite answer, and I guess that's something we're going to have to, or I'm going to have to think about more. I don't think it matters. Well, I want to be able to explain it, because, I mean, you look at me, you wouldn't say, oh, that guy's a huge Disney fan. Mm-hmm. So what the heck, why is he in up until six years ago. And you why can't he explain it? A big Disney fan. Oh, no, eight years ago. It was 2010 we went. And I've created a monster. I wouldn't say that. Before all you cared about was Notre Dame football. Now you've got an office that's decorated in Disney crap. Uh, there's two Notre Dame pictures right there. An Irish Napoli, Irishopoly game. But the rest, I guess, is Disney that's hanging around. I got some... Notre Dame newspapers over there. Mm-hmm. A Disney cat sitting to your uh, right. In case you haven't picked up on it, all three of our cats are Disney cats. Named after various Disney felines. Well, it's Lou, Stein, and Duchess. And just as ornery as the Disney cats in the movies. So do you think we've answered the question, or is that... I don't think that the question needs to have a definitive answer. I think it needs to have a convincing answer, or at least... But why? Inspiring like answer to that somebody to believe in Santa Claus. No. Yeah. That's not the case. Sometimes it's just fun to be a part of something. It's like the invisible hand of economics. You can't actually see what's guiding you, but That's Disney magic. It's there and pushing you along. Disney magic. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready to end it? Yep. Since we answered that question so well. <laughs> I don't think it's to your standards. No, it is not to my standards. There's got to be a better answer. I don't think it's a black and white answer. Well, no, but it, there can be more a definition in it, I guess. Hey, Disney cats. Cut it out. Anyway, for that week and for that confusing answer, my name's Michael. And I'm Tiffany. And I guess we should say that you can find us at the WDWChronicle.com at WDW Chronicle at Twitter and the WDW Chronicle Facebook page. Also, you can listen to us at iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher. What's the other one? Google Play Music. 
It's the Casey Neistat one. Anchor.fm. Yep, that one. And rate, review, and subscribe. I'm Michael. And I'm Tiffany. And we'll see ya. Bye. That's your show.